0: Yo, are you feeling the love this Valentine's Day? While chocolates and flowers are sweet, why not celebrate a different kind of connection? One that sparks curiosity, ignites laughter, and opens up your heart to the world of possibilities. Check out these podcasts, all part of the Podcast Connection Network. Find Heather and her fur babies on her podcast, The Hot Mess Espresso. Amber with the Connection Over Perfection podcast, reminding you, perfect doesn't exist. Richard, being raw and authentic with the Men of the House podcast. And, of course, myself, with the Everything is Connected podcast, reminding you that everything truly is connected. This Podcast Connection Network is more than just podcasts. It's a place where we can grow, connect, and learn together. This Valentine's Day, give yourself the gift of connection, exploration, and laughter. The Podcast Connection Network, conversations that fuel the mind, perspectives that ignite the soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Men of the House podcast. It is actually Wednesday, February 14th, otherwise known as Valentine's Day. But interestingly enough, it's also Ash Wednesday, and we're going to talk about a couple of things around those topics. But first, let's get on to our daily reflection. You are cherished. You do not have to prove your love or your value to the world. Love is not earned. It is there for you to hold in your hands and in your heart. Who holds your heart for you reaches out hands to hold you. You deserve to be cherished and warmed by the love all around you. You are precious to the universe, utterly unique, and individual. Let yourself be loved by those who would embrace you. Oftentimes, we don't know why people love us, but they do. You know, we can often be assholes, angry, cantankerous, defensive all kinds of things but people still choose to love us they choose to look past our shortcomings love us, accept us support us and that's what love is and you know I think sometimes depending on the person you are I know if you're very empathetic like myself, um, you can often wonder why would somebody choose to love me? And, you know, I guess, you know, that's not really for us to decide. Um, You know, they're, they're like gifts. If the universe or God has blessed somebody with a gift of like, let's say money, and they choose to help others and give it away, And what if that person was you? Yes, you would feel grateful that you received some help. But then there's also the flip side of the coin where sometimes people try to offer help and people are like, no, and they deny it. But, you know, when you refuse that gift from that person, you're also refusing that gift from the universe or God, whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe in. But, you know, they've been blessed by the universe with these gifts. So who are you to go against the universe by denying that gift? You know, they're just the vessel of how the gift is arriving. So, and we're back. You heard that bark, the built-in security, home security, that was sugar. Let me know somebody was here, which is a good thing because I do live out in the middle of nowhere in the sticks. So it's nice to have a little alert when somebody pulls up. But back to topic, we were talking about, you know, people loving you, Um, sometimes overlooking our shortcomings and imperfections and Um, you know, I think it's our job to accept that, not question it. Um, you know, I often say, like, if I give away money or anything, let's say to somebody less fortunate or somebody maybe on the side of the road while I'm Ubering, you know, my thoughts are, why? Well, because I can. And I want to. That's all that matters. Is if the universe has blessed me with it, I have it and I want to give it away. I want to see someone else get use out of it. Somebody benefit from it. It helps someone. Because I can and I want to are the only reasons I need. So you got to remember when somebody chooses to love you because they can and they want to, is the only reasons that you need to know and just accept it. But I also challenge you to, you know, use that same mentality and, you know, when you choose to love people, try to love them unconditionally. Try not to judge them. That's what love is. Love is being there, holding a safe space for them to be who they are or who they need to be in the moment. Because let's face it, when we have a bad moment, we're not really ourselves. It's kind of like that Snickers commercial. You know, not yourself, you need a Snickers. So oftentimes... when we need the most love or we need to love somebody the most, it's often when they're not themselves. Um, But don't let them not being themselves for a moment skew or, you know, put a little damper on your heartstrings there and you choose not to love because that's what they need. So kind of on that Valentine's theme. You know, for me, I know a lot of people have a lot of emotions around Valentine's Day. It usually seems to be the single people. Um, I, I don't know. I, I partially, I feel for some people because I know what it's like to be lonely Or to not have someone. Um, However, growing up an only child, I never needed anyone. There was never a guarantee to have anyone for anything. Um, So, for me, you know, Valentine's Day doesn't hold that much weight in terms of i hate it because i'm single or i'm bitter or this is about love and you know some people have just gone through bad breakups relationships gotten divorces all kinds of crazy stuff and man they just hate love or you know i actually don't think they hate it i they're just hurt um You know, because we all want to love and be loved on some level, kind of like a basic human need. And so, you know, when something bad happens around love, people get very bitter about it. And I, I think it's, you know, what they're actually bitter about is that hope that they may never find love or find love again, you know. Maybe, maybe you're a widow or widower, and um, or you divorce somebody after 20 years, and your views are skewed by the pain, by the suffering, by some of those experiences, and that's normal, and I think it's a, it's okay to maybe feel a little bit bitter and resentful, but I I think a way to shift perspective and mindset on that is really to look at it and go, hey, it wasn't all bad. You know, there's usually a lot of good times. Sometimes, whether it's a one-month relationship or a 20-year relationship, you know, there's good moments where things might be hot and heavy and more lustful, and you can't keep your hands off each other, and you just want to spend time with that person, they're the prize. Um, You know, there's usually some form of that. But then sometimes as time goes on, and like my wife and I, almost together 18 years, it's, you know, it's different. Your goals become different. Your, um, what you want as a couple becomes different you now have children and so I think the meaning takes on a little a little different uh, connotation but <clears throat> you know I do think that's the one thing that deters people from love is that resentment and or bitterness or lack of hope and they end up hating a day that's designed around celebrating love, you know, and I don't think Valentine's Day necessarily has to be for a significant other, other. you know, there's that kind of love, but then there's other kinds of love there's love for your children if you have them. You know, I got my daughter some little roses and a card that I have to go exchange because I, ac- I accidentally got two Valentine's card cards for my wife. I found one that I like better, and I thought I'd put back the second wifey card and ended up putting back my daughter's card. So that's on the horizon this morning before she gets out of school. You know, but there's nothing wrong with even telling a friend Happy Valentine's Day, or getting a friend a card, a box of chocolates, a treat, maybe going out with a friend to dinner. You know, love takes on many forms. Um, there's intimate and romantic love. There's love for your friends. There's love for your family. If you're a person like me and kind of in the space, in the circle of people I run with, there's love for complete strangers and the world. Even though complete strangers in the world sometimes don't understand us, don't get us. Sometimes they're brutal to us they can be trolls, they can be all kinds of things. But, you know, love takes on so many forms. And I think it's something to be celebrated and not turned into this jaded heart bitterness fiasco because if you look on social media, you're going you, to see the polar opposites. I don't think you're going to see anything of what I'm talking about in the middle. Maybe. Maybe somebody will listen to it and post a picture of them with a non-romantic partner or a stranger. Or, you know, you could go give a stranger a single rose, somebody who doesn't have a Valentine's. I, I know that kind of stuff goes on, and that's always beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see strangers be kind to other strangers because we're all the same and we're only strangers till we meet and then we're really not strangers anymore. But our relationship, you know, it can develop into a further friendship or it can stay at face value, you know, as an Uber Eats driver you know, I have a lot of face value relationships that are very kind and friendly. And the people I pick up from and see on a regular basis, and um, they know who I am, and I know who they are. Does that mean I'm going over to their house for dinner? Absolutely not. Because they haven't invited me. But, <laughs> you know, the point is, is that There's so many ways to love, Um, to be the light, you know, and this all kind of ties together. And like many times I go in maybe with one plan and something happens or I have a discussion and it kind of inspires me to really just speak from the heart and be open with what's on my mind and what I'm feeling. But, you know, your celebration doesn't even have to be today because, you know, my wife and I, when we both worked in the medical field and we worked nights for seven years, you know, oftentimes we would just avoid all the riffraff of Valentine's Day and we would pick a day... Before or after, and you know, not have to make reservations, not have to fight with traffic. Um, but oftentimes, we would actually take a week off, and we would go to the beach for like three or four days, spending that by ourselves and then go see family near the beach. But that was always fun, you know. And you get to make it whatever you want and however you want to. It's America. We got freedom. Remember that. You know, and it's an idea. It's a place in time. Doesn't have to be on the day. But also if you can get out there with your partner and that's something you you guys like to do and a way you show your affection and it's a big night for you guys, then I say go for it. Enjoy it. You know. Mine and my wife's journey of how we did Valentine's was due to our situation and our priorities. You know, like I said, relationships evolve over time and they take on many forms. And how you celebrate it and um, navigate it, well, that's up to you and your partner. But I think the most important thing is that you actually do celebrate it. So... Let's tie into the next subject. Interestingly enough, it's Valentine's Day and people make reservations and, you know, love to go to dinner. It's also Ash Wednesday (laughs) for Catholics, Orthodox, I think Lutherans, Protestants. I don't know what religions practice it. And I'm just gonna, you know, full disclaimer here I'm not super religious. I grew up in a very religious town, it was very off-putting in the late 70s and 80s and early 90s, and it doesn't mean I don't believe, because I do. I believe there's something divine out there. Some people call it God. Some people call it the universe. Um, All around the country... We may have a different word for water, but we all know what water is. We all know water exists. And we all know we need water. But, you know, I'm mentioning it because this is, this is not a conversation or a podcast about religion. Um, this is about looking deep within yourself and Taking something And making a sacrifice to something that's for you So if you're not religious Which I'm not but I know the meaning of Lent and if you don't that's when people typically give up something for 40 days and 40 nights It starts on Ash Wednesday, which is today. And for Ash Wednesday and the Good Friday before Easter, you're supposed to fast, which I've done. You you don't eat meat on Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, and you don't eat meat on Fridays in general during the duration. So, But... It's really about the 40 days that Jesus was in the desert and you know the point of it is just like fasting is to look within yourself look to the universe God whatever it is meditate and pray and use that as your nourishment You know some I always say sometimes you nourish the body and sometimes you got to nourish the soul you know especially if you're on a diet sometimes you want those nutritious foods but every once in a while you need a little piece of comfort and you know the idea of Lent is to get that soul nourishment Um, to not rely on these external things it's about sitting down, looking deep within yourself and saying, hey, what is something I value and maybe I value it too much or something that's super meaningful to me that I want to show my love to God or the universe by giving it up. I want to show my commitment. Now for me, it's almost like It's a commitment to myself. It's a commitment to... um, self-discipline. You know? I fast often. And, you know, if you go back and listen to some other episodes, I didn't eat Thanksgiving Day, and I don't think... I ate Christmas... No, maybe it was Christmas Day and New Year's Eve, I didn't eat at all. I fasted. But... You've also heard the podcast. You know, while I'm down 30 pounds, maybe I still got another 15 to go, 20 to go, depending. But I didn't gain that weight over the past 17 years because I was fasting, because I was nourishing my soul, because I was looking within. You know, I did it because I, was try- I wasn't looking within. I wasn't maintaining discipline. I was reaching for the things that, you know, quell that anxiety or fulfill you immediately, whether it's junk food, alcohol, mindless scrolling. There's a number of things. Everybody's got their little kryptonite, you know, but just for context, let me give you a little example of, you know, what Lent means to me in terms of giving up something because I think people give up trivial things all the time, like, oh, I'm not going to eat chocolate. Mm, Okay. It doesn't seem like very difficult to me maybe unless you're a diabetic or you're from Switzerland where they have the best chocolate or you work in maybe the Lindor Lint Lent factory. But, you know, or like alcohol. You know, those are things I think that you should probably be practicing some sort of constraint to begin with. Um, those are not the kinds of things I give up. Because they don't mean a lot. You know, and the idea is to sacrifice something that means something to you. So if alcohol, red meat, coke, soda, any of that kind of stuff is a crutch, is an Achilles heel for you, and giving it up would greatly benefit you, and it is a sacrifice, then I say go for it. For me, my example... Is one year, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize, or unless you've listened to the podcast, there's an episode where I talked about I played guitar every day for ten years, worked in a music shop, um, music and or playing music was a huge part of my life daily. All the time, guitars laying around, all of it. And this was the mid two thousands, so there weren't smartphones or anything like that. But you know, Ash Wednesday came up. I happened to be working in a faith based emergency room at that time, so Ash Wednesday and Lent were a topic of conversation and. Everybody goes on with their little things that they're going to give up. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, those are kind of too easy because I don't know. Because I feel like a lot of people say, like, I'm going to give up Coke or I'm going to give up chocolate or red meat. And then at some point, they're just like, almost like New Year's resolutions. They're just like, fuck it. Mm, Yeah. It's just this or it's just that. But. For me, I gave up listening to music and playing guitar for 40 days and 40 nights. And during that time, I listened to talk radio. I did listen to, we had a kind of a religious station. I wouldn't say I was listening to sermons, but, you know, good in depth conversations, more so about self improvement. Um, You know, take the religious part out of it. Um, it's what was available because, as I stated, I grew up in a very small community that's super religious. Um, there's more churches and banks here than anything, and usually next to each other and across the street from each other. But I digress. You know, the point is, is at that time, you know, I had just come back from I, w- I had been working in a guitar shop and that was a huge huge sacrifice you know there wasn't a day that went by that I didn't pick up my guitar several times a day because that was a point in time too that you know my roommate and I didn't have cable we would watch movies but we played a lot of music that's what we did and forced myself to listen to talks and read books. And yeah. That was my sacrifice and I felt like it was very worthwhile. And then when I went back to it, it was it's great. It was awesome. You know. Chocolate meat. Whatever, alcohol, don't hold those kinds of spaces of fulfillment as it relates to sacrifice for me. But music sure as hell did. You know, I have a couple ideas of things I want to give up for this Lent. They're personal, so I'm not going to announce them. But they're little, little things i Maybe struggle with, I wouldn't say struggle, but they're things that I value. Um, And I think, you know, it can be tied to too much New Year's resolution if you use the word things I struggle with. You know, if you're considering giving up something for Lent, consider giving up something you value. Because that's what true sacrifice is. Something you value. But I, as I was looking up this morning, um, you know, I kind of looked up the meaning of Lent and things that people give up, and um, I came across this one that's a ton of lists. Um, has like meaningful things, unique things, easy things. Um, But I found some really good ones. And I think it definitely pertains to the time period we live in now, our current situation. But, you know, if you can't, if chocolate meat, all those normal things don't resonate with you and you want to, Really work on looking for something that's valuable that's going to give you something in return and nourish that soul for you to be a better person 40 days from now. Then, here's a couple of good ones 10 meaningful things to give up for Lent anger, unforgiveness, comparison, worrying, gossiping, stress eating. Nagging, complaining, critical self-talk, avoiding difficult conversations. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, and you've listened to the other podcasts in the Podcast Connection Network, you know that we're all about healing together. We're about self-improvement. Um, lifting each other's up, encouraging each other, being safe spaces and safe people, trying to meet people where they are so they can be who they are in those moments like we talked about. But these 10 things, you know, what definitely strikes a chord with me is that critical self-talk. We're our own worst enemies. You know, we do not see ourselves the way others see us. We see all of our faults and all the negative things that we think others see about us. But remember, they don't see us the way we see ourselves. We're our harshest critics, you know. And... I even do this sometimes, but you know, that critical self talk is, um, I equivocate it to you got to weed the garden. You got to keep the weeds out of your head. Um, don't let them infiltrate. And if they start to come up, pluck them bad boys right out of there. Get them out. Um, but complaining, anger, unforgiveness, another one talked about an episode or a couple episodes ago, comparison, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Your journey is your journey, you know, and I can break this down real easy, you know, just because, just now becoming part of the podcast connection network, you know, um, we've had our part podcasts, Some of us, same amount of times. Some of us, different amount of times. But some of us have been on TikTok longer, shorter. Some can go live. um, Some can't. And, you know, some might have more listens, followers, and downloads. Um, You know, for myself, I'm the newest addition to the team. I'm the newest to TikTok for sure. And, you know, yes, there's a desire to want to rise up to the level of those around you. Because iron sharpens iron. But at the same time too, you know, I just remember, remind myself that hey, my journey is my journey, their journeys are their journeys. We all started at different places but, you know, that's, it doesn't matter. We all have met at these different forks in the road and now we're together on the journey, um, here to help each other, here to encourage, lift each other up, um, cross pollinate, um, one for growth and two, because you know, we all kind of come from different points of view, even though we're all in the same space and people, may resonate with us differently and that's okay but you know the idea of doing it together and complementing each other is way better than you know comparing and going hey I need this or I need that uh, or I need to be here, you'll get there. I'll get there when the time is right. You'll get there when the time is right. If you're on the right path, if you're aligned with the universe and you're, you're coming from your truth, being true to yourself, then the timing will happen when it's time to happen, and that's just something you got to trust. Um, but you know, I think it's it's a good reminder, you know, comparison. So anger. I'm way better with that. I still struggle a little bit every once in a while. But I've really scaled it back. And a lot of it is, you know, my daughter emulates what she sees. And when I wasn't perfect, way imperfect with anger, um, unfortunately, she has some of those same challenges. Impulsivity, outbursts. Um, So I try not to show that. And I try to let her be in it when she needs to be for a moment. And then I just try to be there and help defuse it. But You know, not one of my prouder things, but it's something that's there nonetheless. And so I think if you can give up something like that, that's a negative quality that doesn't serve you, that your kids might see, that they may emulate. And it's okay to be angry sometimes. Yes, there are things that warrant you being angry, and it's okay to feel that. You know what I'm talking about is maybe the outburst that goes with it. I'm a man and we like to break shit. <laughs> I've, yeah, at least two to three windshields, probably three rearview mirrors, a couple of side mirrors two phones. That's a short list. So that's kind of what I challenge each and every one of you, you know, to get from this discussion is um, you don't have to be religious. You don't have to be practicing religion. But just like some people take social media breaks I did over the summer. Um, I, I definitely think it's important. You know, it doesn't have to be for Lent, but Lent's here. It's got a defined set of dates. It has a meaning. And like I said, well, you don't have to be religious or be practicing religion. Um... It's okay. Give something up. Be a good topic of discussion, maybe with a stranger you meet, and it doesn't have to be around the religion. It's more or less about, hey, what kind of sacrifices are you trying to make? what What do you value that you're trying to show that you value by abstaining from it? What's important to you? what are you trying to change to make yourself a better person? Like getting rid of that anger or unforgiveness or complaining or critical self-taught. Those are worthwhile conversations, I think. And, you know, so I would hope that this podcast with the Valentine's day and Lent themes, um, I hope you got something more out of it than what the worldly view is of these two time periods, things that we celebrate, things that we partake in. There's a lot more meaning to it um, as it relates to you and maybe your significant others or the people in your circle that you care about. So, you know, but on that note, I hope you got something from it. I hope maybe you can see things different. I'm interested in knowing what you guys gave up or are considering giving up. And, you know, lastly, um, you know, I've always said, "Hey, this is a this is a place where, you know, if we got something to say, um, especially to someone, we say it while they're alive. We say it while they're here, because it means fuck all when they're gone." So today is February fourteenth, and. Six weeks ago, roughly, around the new year, I was a hot mess. I was super confused. Didn't know what I was going to do with the podcast. Looking for all these things. um, Answers. But six weeks later, Things have changed for me, and it seems like a long time, but it's really a short time, considering how long the three years of struggle have been. Um, But, you know, six weeks ago, I was out of town for Christmas and doing my morning walks and listening to podcasts, and, you know, I had mentioned in one podcast that I had considered giving it up, and I had prayed about it and was like, I, I don't know if this is for me. What am I supposed to do? And, <clears throat> you know, I woke up one day and Hunter from the Everything is Connected podcast had sent me an email and started a conversation. And, you know, truth be told, I, I let it sit there. I was terrified to read it sent me a message through TikTok, and then he sent me an email. And, man, I was terrified. I didn't know. Like, I assumed it was something good. But, you know, this is when you're in that place, your mind can cripple you. You know, and so doing my morning walk, I'm listening to his podcasts and some of the other podcasts in the Podcast Connection Network because I want to see what they're about, who they are, what they're about. That way maybe I have some context about the email, where it's coming from. And, um, yeah, this was like New Year's Day, I think. And I binged all that, but, you know, I was... I was so afraid to even read the email that when we were driving back home, I had my wife read it. And I was like, you know, I want you to read it. I don't know what it says. It could be something good. It could be something bad. I just don't want to know. But like, I had that much anxiety. It was absolutely crazy. When I, when I look at where I'm at today, six weeks ago and you know it was good and it turned out that um, we would have a chat about me joining the Podcast Connection Network and that's of course if Heather and Amber agreed because they're part of it too and to make sure we were all aligned and vibe and um, since then if you follow me, you know um, I'm the newest member of the Podcast Connection Network. And when we're all together, it's, it's a really great time. Um, they're definitely my people. But, you know, I would describe myself as... It's like a fire that had almost gone out. And, um, you know, that email... You know, Hunter listening to the podcast, maybe seeing something that I didn't see myself or maybe seeing my, seeing me the way I didn't see myself. It was almost like the equivalent of, you know, when a fire almost goes out and you blow on the grayish red spots on the logs and it ignites back up into a flame. And that's a little bit like what Hunter did for me. And for that, I want to thank him. You know, as I've struggled the past three years and applied for jobs that weren't for me and getting around, um, you know, wrapping my head around Am I going to do the podcast? Am I not? Am I committed to it? Is anybody listening? (laughs) I'm almost forgetting what I'm talking about. But, you know, there was a period of struggle and I would always have to tell my wife, you know, because, like, to her, I think my mom and a lot of people, it's like, hey, you have a master's degree, Like, you had a professional job. Just go get a job. It should be so easy. Why are you getting all these denials? Like, it should be so easy. But, you know, I would often tell my wife, like, look, I don't want to go back to that world. I have gifts. Maybe they're listening. Maybe they're talking. Maybe they're being real, understanding, um, I just want to use my gifts a different way. Maybe I want to reach more people. I don't want to participate in the corporate environment I was in. But, you know, make no mistake about it. I'm still that same man that has done all these things from graduating high school a year early Joining the Navy, doing all these things everybody told me I couldn't do. I've done the Batan Death March twice through Las Cruces, White Sands Missile Range. Me and Andrew did it. It's 26.2 miles through the desert. Elevation changes. It sucks. I also started my master's degree, had a kid, relocated, changed jobs, finished my master's degree, all kinds of stuff. I've been successful in many ways and I have to remind my wife like hey I'm that same guy I'm that same driven person that same fire that got me through all that shit is the same fire I'm going to use to do what I want to do next which is podcast help people and eventually work with a company that is about helping people with good, honest leadership and people with values and all that kind of stuff. I'm the same guy. You know, just because I don't want to do that other stuff doesn't make me less than. And I would tell her that. But when you get so much outside pressure, sometimes you doubt that. And, you know, what Hunter did for me was kind of stoke the fire a little bit and just helped reignite that which was always in me. You know? Because as Hunter would say, once you go within, you'll never go without. But... You know, whether it was him believing in me when I couldn't believe in myself a little bit. You know, he did that for me. Um, And I thank him for that. But, you know, as it relates to the topic is, you can call it love, you can call it friendship, You can call it whatever. Part of the people within the Podcast Connection Network, what makes us us is, there's a lot of people out there, so I don't want to take anything away from anyone. But just for us specifically is, I mean, we love strangers. We love the world. We want people to feel safe. We want people to feel heard, be heard, feel seen. Um, so, you know, he was just doing what he did, what he does, but it was huge for me. And, you know, that too could be a Valentine's celebration, but also you got to remember when you go out there and face the world, and spread positivity, and spread love, and joy, is you can be that person for someone else, maybe when they need it the most. Yeah, also gotta say thanks to Kyle Smith and Drifting Roots Band, because they were super cool when I went to the show, and all the people there. I was able to be myself, and, they met me where I was and it just reaffirmed that I'm in the right place and being me the truest version of me is where I have the most impact I have the best conversations I meet the coolest people by just being myself and have the most fun and all the cool people I met at this show. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, go back and go a listen. But, you know, one theme about me is if I got something negative or positive to say, but I want to keep it positive, is that, you know, if you got something to say to someone, to do it while they're here. Life is fragile, none of us are promised tomorrow, you know, kind words won't mean shit when they're dead. So take advantage of this Valentine's Day, the start of Lent, don't make it about what it's not, Make it about love, value, sacrifice, and self-improvement. And I will see you guys next week. Love you guys.